Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool, she's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? You a Chuck Berry fan? Were you a Chuck Berry fan? You know, I'm... Because if you are, I got bad news for you. I know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm never a, a whole fan of someone, if that makes sense. You hear that? Oh, it's gone. Went away. Oh, you know what it is? I'm doing laundry. So oh, my, okay. my washing machine was okay. telling me that was it. All right. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a whole fan of anyone. And what I mean by that is... Half fan? No, what I mean by that is... There are some songs of his I like and some songs I don't, yeah, don't, fair. don't care for. But yeah. I'm with that with every artist. Yeah. Well, I that's fair. Yeah. You probably don't like everything I say, even though... Oh, no, no. Au contraire. Oh, you like everything. Yeah. So I'm the exception. That, yes. To your there has not been one that's thing that's ever come out of your really? mouth that I've thought... Oh, man. Or rolled my eyes at... No, yeah. I... Yeah. Well, that settles that. Um... <laughs> You want to just wrap this episode? <laughs> we might as well. Uh, I, I'm like you, though. I And, and uh, sometimes I'm a fan of somebody rather completely, but not Chuck Berry so much. In fact, he was never on my playlist. I, but yet I, as I, you know, when somebody passes, you find out a lot of information about them that you never knew. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I realize, at least according to experts, that say that he's really kind of like uh, the godfather of rock and roll in a lot of ways that uh, influenced other artists that I do like, probably more than him. But Wait I, a minute, I, I thought never... James Brown was the godfather. Wow! Who's James Brown then? Uh, James Brown uh, came, I think he came along a little bit later. Uh. I don't know if you remember on the radio, I used to do a dumb bit like James Brown stubbing his toe. James Brown turning on the shower and getting hit with cold water. James Brown getting goosed from behind. You know, sophisticated stuff like that. But Chuck Berry was a guitar player and mm-hmm. influenced you know everybody from Hendrix right on down the line. In addition to being a singer, of course, and a, and a writer of songs. And I don't know how many songs James Brown wrote. He wrote some of what he did, but not everything. Anyway, um... But the thing about Chuck Berry is that I think most uh, real music nuts say that this guy was a genius. And I, and it made me think about the nature of genius. I, I don't, and I don't know if you ever think about this, but any genius, anybody who's lucky enough to have a gift, and it doesn't have to be music or art or writing, it could be plumbing, uh, maybe you're a computer genius, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... Any gift of genius comes with a deficit item or two as well. Uh, and I can't think of many exceptions to that. But And Chuck Berry was like that. He was, Yeah, he was a great musical uh, person and all of that, but he also had a dark side. And, and so you're saying, you, the, you like, in general, you could say, well, the guy was, was a fantastic yeah. uh, comedian, but he was a crappy husband. Yeah. Is that, that what you mean? That kind of thing, okay, yeah. got it. Well, it, in Chuck Berry's case, among his other failings was that he um, had a, and maybe everybody wouldn't agree this is a failing, but he had an insatiable uh, sexual instinct. 
and, uh, huh. and didn't and was unbridled in a lot of ways, and he got himself in trouble as a result uh, more than once. And famously, I think it was 1959, he took a woman across state lines and was arrested and spent 20 months in jail. Was she in, a minor? In prison. I, I, I think she was a minor. Oh, heavens. But they invoked the Mann Act. Have you ever heard of that? It's not Mann, M-A-N. It's M-A-N-N. Oh. Named after a congressman named James Mann. And it, it was a law signed in 1910 by uh, President Taft. And because uh, I was just reading about this stuff, uh, the Man Act is the one that says you cannot take a woman across state lines for prostitution purposes. But a prostitute is someone who would love you no matter who you are, what you look like. Yes, it's true, children. That's not why you pay a prostitute. No, you don't pay for her to stay. You pay her to leave afterward. That's why I praise the life of prostitutes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Taylor. A prostitute is like any other woman. They all trade something for sex, and they do it well. That's why I say prostitutes, prostitutes, they all... For what they call debauchery. And then the, the most famous part of it is, or for immoral purposes. And when was this written? 1910. Oh. So it was a law that was pretty much uh, a part of its times. Uh, women were starting to move around. They, the, the technology like typewriters made it possible for women to get jobs in the big city now. Used to be you so, stay on the farm with, with the, you know, your husband, but now unmarried women... So you say, could take her to the next town and she could be a prostitute, I guess. debauched in... It's very murky. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder what it is about the state line that was the boundary for we want to contain our own debauchery and prostitution (laughs) in our own state, and it's not leaving. Not only that, but immoral purposes is is open to very wide uh, definition. And besides, besides, who's to say what's immoral and who's not? And who wants the government to get involved in people's uh, morality? Yeah, which, just, which we, the government still does, of course. Of course, and it's still, it's still. I'm most interested, though, in their boundaries. Why? Well, I don't know. I guess it was an agreement between states. Uh, but you're right. It, what, what difference does it Maybe make? Maybe it was more about the, the, the receiving state didn't want that kind of crap coming into their Could state. Be. We already got enough of that here. We don't need more of it. But as I was saying, women were able, young women were able now to get jobs because, it's like, if you're a typist, you can go to the big city and you can, you can, you can, uh, uh, make, you can make a living by yourself. You don't have to live on the farm. And the idea that women, if they did travel anywhere, they had to be married to somebody. You know, you couldn't We've just come a long way, baby. Yeah, we have, and and it's kind of that's when the Man Act went into effect during that time. Because okay, if women are if young women are moving around, then by golly, we don't want stuff going on where they're going to get preyed upon. And they talked about you know slavery, white slavery, and things like that. So um, that's what that's the genesis of the Man Act, and it was to protect mm-hmm. people like you, you know, <laughs> like, like me. Yes, like you. <laughs> Even then, it was defined more broadly later. Yeah. But it's a, this weird, archaic law that's still on the books. Chuck Berry got indicted uh, and thrown in jail be, uh, based on the Mann Act. Charlie Chaplin in the mid-40s. Um, but what and, I find And he was acquitted, but, but it ruined his career in, in, the, in the United that, States in some they, ways. That they got in trouble because they took her across state lines, mm-hmm. not because of all the other... This is what I'm still wrestling with, is that it, it, didn't, ha- it didn't matter that he was probably... You know, 
having sex with a minor yeah. or well, that was part of it. doing anything else. It was that just was that he took it. You can't it later became interpreted more broadly to specifically be about minors, I okay. guess. But yeah. uh, but it, this this law is still on the books, and you think, well, it it's not relevant anymore. It wouldn't be around anymore, but it is. And, huh. and once in a while, someone will get, uh, you know, they'll bring it up as a yeah. reason to arrest somebody. Sorry, I'm hungry. My stomach is So anyway... My my point is that Chuck Berry was, um, and, and it wasn't like he was maybe, a genius, but had a dark side. He had a dark side, and it, not just because he was arrested, because you could argue, well, what what harm did he really do? But he wasn't very nice to women. He was married uh, to the same woman for sixty three years, but uh, that doesn't mean anything. No, it means nothing because he if he, he was, had other pretend wives. He was running around plenty, yeah. and and it didn't ma- it Lovely almost didn't guy. matter who. The other thing about him was that he. He was very cranky, especially, I guess, later in his career. Um, I can talk to any number of musicians in this area that I know that said, oh, yeah, I played with Chuck Berry one time because he he didn't travel with his own band. Uh, And that was kind of one of the things about rock and roll. You, You know, used to, it was like, I don't know, Tommy Dorsey and the orchestra. All the orchestra had to come along for the ride. Now... With rock and roll, it made it possible for you just to be a guitar player, maybe bring your drummer with you, and and you had a band. Mm -hmm. So it was much more portable. With Chuck Berry, later in his career, he just brought his own guitar. And then you had whoever booked him in a particular town had to cobble together some musicians uh, to play with him. And that wasn't always too hard to do because everybody knew the Chuck Berry songs. Well, I'm going to write a little letter. I'm going to mail it to my local DJ. Yeah, it's a jumping little record. I want my jockey to play. But if you didn't play it right, he'd be a stern taskmaster and would let you know it, apparently. Yeah. Well, don't you think um, that... That's so he could keep all the money for himself and not pay anybody else. Oh, it was? Yeah. I guess then really? that, I guess that makes sense in a way, but, uh, you know, he just... I don't know. He was just kind of a puss. Not, not, a, not a really super nice guy, but... Again, that's where what I started to say at the beginning. There's always something that goes with genius. There's something. Yes, he's a genius, but, but yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all human, though. I mean, to me. Or yes, he's a but, but he's a genius. Yeah, but it's but, the flip side. but why why are geniuses exempt from being human and having well the reason we the reason we are <laughs> is that we no. You're held to I'm a so, higher standard. I'm so glad I'm not a genius. I don't have to carry that extra burden. That's a good thing. Uh, I don't know, but but their genius supersedes everything's forgiven. Sometimes, if you're a genius, you're right. And and I think people expect more because they yeah. feel like, well, if you're a genius, you should know better and and be wonderful in all areas. For crying out loud, do you have any idea how much energy it takes to focus on that genius part? Oh, yeah. To me. <laughs> No, to no. me, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> to me, oh, it's a burden. To me, it seems like everything. You should get a pass on everything else. If if, if well, they all often your, do. Your energy is spent on being that genius. You yeah, can I mean, be it, a crab apple. You can, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, whether you're talking about an athlete who that would be the only thing I would want to be a genius for, just so I could get away with a bunch of other crap. See, when I'm crabby and stupid and mm-hmm. and unfeeling and you're just selfish, a jerk. I'm just a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, they don't go, but she's such a... They never say There's that. There's a compensating thing. <laughs> I, no, there isn't. No, she's just a jerk. Yeah, but you're right. That's that's the whole thing with the being a genius. But I, to defend geniuses, I, I would say that there is... Um, there's a lot of baggage and a lot of pressure that comes with being... A, people are constantly wanting wanting a piece of you because you're smart and they want to know stuff and they want to be around you and... And I could see where that would be off-putting to some extent, and you'd want people to just get lost and leave me alone. Well, I still do, and I'm not a genius. Let's find out what the definition of genius is, just to see how far off you and I are. I'll tell you this. Do you want to see how close we might be? It's a hugely overused word. Everything, oh, my God, and he put his shoe on his head. What a genius. (laughs) (laughs) Genius should be reserved for the very, very, very few. 
Yeah, just it, like it, right it, now on this planet, let's say there should be, by the right definition, maybe ten geniuses. Maybe ten. And who would you say those are? What would I, be I don't their know. What would be their qualifications? They could be people you don't know. There could be some obscure twelve-year-old living in, in uh, you know, Burma or what used to be Burma, in a rice paddy. I, I mean, who knows? But, I mean, I just don't think every other Tom, Dick, and Henry is, is a genius. No. But the way it's applied in everyday conversation, uh, What about, like, pa- Pablo, Pablo Picasso? I think Is he a genius? Would... I think people still de- are de- still debate that he's a genius. I think you could probably debate anybody who's He was a pill. He's another good example of a genius who was a pill. Mm-hmm. But, of course, because he was a genius, he got a pass. Some people try to pick up girls and get called asshole. It's never happened to Pablo Picasso. He could walk down your street. Girls could not resist the stare. And so Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole. Yeah, I think he would fall under that uh, definition. Einstein, certainly. Darwin. Darwin? Uh, you mean Charles Darwin or Leonard Darwin? Hold on, I gotta spank the puppy. Okay, she's. That's not a. That's not a euphemism, ladies and gentlemen. Spank the puppy. That's literally. There's a puppy here, that's misbehaving. He's really not. She's taking him out of the room, and that dog was never seen again. Uh, that's awful. The squirrels are out. Did you know that the baby squirrels are out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Their baby squirrels are out, and the baby bunnies are out too. So yeah, we, I don't want to talk about have, that. We have to watch our dogs. I don't want to talk about that. They, they, I don't want to talk about it. Well, I don't care. I'm just know, saying. Why can you talk about baby squirrels, but I bring up bunnies? Because okay, that's off limits. Because every time you bring up the baby bunny thing, I always have to hear about them getting eaten. So go ahead. Now I've already thought about it. That's the I, thing is I, I didn't, didn't want to say put it anything. In my head. I said nothing about them getting eaten. I only said, said the baby bunnies walk, are out. We have to watch the dogs. Okay, I'll let them loose, and then they'll get eaten. Then will you be happy, and you'll you'll be able to make your point? You just, I'm just very sensitive about that stuff. Well, I, I'm sure you're sensitive, and that's fine. And I know you are. I don't like to have it in my head. But I mean, there, you got to to say what what things are off limits to ever talk about. Like I, I don't like talking about. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, colors that clash. That's going to be off limits from now on. Does that bother you? Yeah, hugely. Like, uh-huh. does it keep you up at night? Pretty much. You know what Here's keeps me up thing. at night? night? Sleeplessness. Here's the other thing I heard is that baby bunnies scream like human babies when they're getting eaten. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know, and I wish you wouldn't talk about it. <sighs> but yes, they well, do. Well, it's already in my head, so... Yeah, well, I didn't mean to bring it up. It's just that I we have now, this time of year, have to uh, monitor our dogs in a way you don't the rest of the year because uh, there's wonderful dogs, but they do what dogs do. You know, it's, it's, it's the circle of nature, I, uh, or whatever, however they call I, it. That's exactly why I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been, we've been why over this Baby before. bunnies have to... Why should they? What have if to you suffer? were? Why should they have to suffer? Can you read? Can you? Is there read, anything cuter and sweeter and more innocent and less ferocious than a baby bunny? Why should the baby? Why should the bunnies be in the circle of whatever you just said? Most people think exactly what you're saying, and that's why <laughs> the Monty Python and the Holy Grail movie is so damn funny. <laughs> when when a little rabbit turns out to. <laughs> Be responsible for acres of carnage. human and bones and, and carnage in front of a cave. I know. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah, funny. I know. Where? Here. What, behind the rabbit? It is the rabbit. You silly sod. What? You guys all worked up. Well, that's no ordinary rabbit. That's the most foul, cruel, and bad-tempered rodent you ever set eyes on. You tit! I saw my arm and I was so scared. Look, that rabbit's got a vicious street a mile wide. It's a killer. Get stuck. It'll do you a treat, mate. Oh, yeah? Manky Scots git. I'm warning you. What's he do? Nibble your bum? He's got huge, sharp... He can leap about... Look at the bones! Go on, boys, chop his head off. Right, silly little bleeder. One rabbit suit coming right up. Look! Ah! Jesus Christ!
I warned you. Okay, but I wasn't trying to be provocative or make you be uncomfortable. I know, and I, uh, I wasn't. Just, now I completely being, forgot what we were talking. Now I was, and I wasn't trying to be mad at you. I was just trying to just say la la la. And... I think you were about to say, "Could a bunny be a genius?" I think that's where you were going. <laughs> I have we, no idea. We got way off track. I have no idea. It was Sherman's fault because he was barking at the baby squirrels. Okay, I got a question for you. Uh, um, I'm I'm coming to you today. I, I'm coming, and we're again uh, recording at Lisa's domicile here, which is very lovely. And I know it's a pain in the rear because you got to clean up and oh, get no, things I don't ready. No, well, this it is looks what it pick and span. Is it always like this? Yeah. Really. Yeah, why? Why what? are you looking away every time I'm just, I ask? I'm looking Look, around. you're looking away now. I'm looking around to see what you're seeing because it's. I always, think it looks really nice. I it's. Just, I get up in the morning. It's like this. I go to bed at night. It's like this. Really? So you? Yeah. Would you call yourself a neat freak? I, I don't mean that pejoratively. Um, I mean, art. I just like to, you know things just stay straight mm-hmm. and polished and dusted and swept and wow. i'm just like cinderella around the house with all the birds wow. helping her out that's tremendous yeah you know uh you know i'm like that myself as you know yeah well I, that's yeah. where i got it yeah. from and i don't know you why inspired I, me i and it and and there's a there's a degree to which yeah it's really funny uh, we've got uh, the odd couple one guy's really a neat neat guy and the other guy's a slob it isn't that put the two together neil simon's got a hit uh got a hit play yeah. on a tv show but um i really am a slob and i don't mean to be uh every once in a while i'll get on a kick where i'm going to pick things up around myself and i do i do do dishes and things like that all the time at home but i my my wife will tell me thank you for trying to clean off the kitchen counter and stuff but you smear things. You don't clean. And she shows me, this is the way you clean a, a kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. The way you do it, you just grab cloth or something, you, you've run it over it, and you just smear it, but it doesn't go away. It's just... Why, why do you And I need... think I'm doing a good job, but obviously I'm not. Now, this is what befuddles me. You, you're not a genius, but you're a pretty smart guy. Well, how, why does somebody need to show I, that, you? That's my dark side. How to clean a can? Why does that need to be taught? Because it's not quick. I think guys have this. I'm just making this up. By that, I haven't really thought this through. <laughs> but I think I can't wait to hear it. I think it. guys are in a hurry all the time. Uh, maybe it's our many many I don't think it's many men have this yeah. sports thing and they right. everything's on the clock and they got to You're in a hurry ha- to go watch sports is what it is. I guess maybe that's it. But that's a I know I realize or you're in now a hurry to do something even else. as I'm saying it that's pretty lame and probably not even true. So you do know the proper way to clean the yeah, counter. I well I know what it looked It's like the the old definition I think was a Supreme Court justice said uh I can't tell you what pornography is, mm-hmm. but I know it when I see it. Yes. That's what I, when I see something spick and span and clean as can be, I know it. I admire it like I'm admiring your place right now, but I have trouble achieving it myself. Yeah. You're not sure how it got this way. Yeah, how did it get this way? <laughs> did you bring someone in? I had a little help. Ah. It's very nice because you not know, an indulgence. I, it's cool. Yeah, especially if you're working. When I and I'm the only one in this house, so I can't really delegate it to anybody else. And um, and and it's nice. And Wouldn't it be great if you could get the dogs to do it? Oh, I've tried. God knows, I have too. I've tried. Uh, we have done little things like I, I will put my one dog likes to run around on the floor and roll around on the floor so i put <laughs> cloth underneath him you know and see if he can buff up the floor while he's doing his gyrations and stuff it works a little you bit you should but... put him up on the counter so you can get those counters clean <laughs> yeah maybe i should uh so anyway i was about to say i came to you to visit you today by ferry uh which i've done occasionally um not to go over old stuff but i we've been traveling back and forth between uh here in the the gorgeous puget sound area which is home uh and nothing will ever change that i've lived most of my life here but but my hometown is it is a one state over where i will occasionally take my wife uh, over for immoral purposes 
and, and debauchery. Hers, but no not prostitution. Mine. No, no, we don't believe in that. that. Debauchery is another good word. I love that. Yeah, what is that? You See, that's what? another debauchery, ill-defined word. But debauchery doesn't even sound like as negative as it should. Well, it, it sounds French. It sounds fun. Yes. It yes. sounds like French fun. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes, it does. I don't disagree with that you at up all. for some debauchery tonight? Hell what are you guys, yes. What are you guys doing? Uh, I don't know. You want to have to do some debauchery? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Down with sex and sin. Down with hot heroin. Down with pornography. Down with lust. Down with vice, lechery, and debauchery. And debauchery. And debauchery. Debauchery can be getting drunk. It can be, it can be a sexcapade. Mm-hmm. It can be breaking into somebody's house, mm-hmm. I suppose, and taking your clothes off and running around. And <laughs> I mean, all that kind of. <laughs> there's wow, a these, lot of things. These, hey, look that word up. Well, these, you don't have time. These, Here, I'll look it up while we're talking. These things, uh, these came to you I'll rather quickly, right as as if you've like already have your own private list of debauchery. Mm-hmm. I was hoping yeah. you wouldn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. no, I can get uh, this debauchery well, up you're, here. You're, is that, it French, do you think? I'm a thinking so. The D-E, debauchere. Debauchere. It actually appears to be an English word. Excessive indulgence in... Mm. So it could be anything. Um, in sensual pleasures. So eat, eating too much, uh, too mu- eating an and entire cheesecake for yourself. sensual doesn't necessarily mean sexual. Sensual is, you know, just something that pleases your all your senses. Yeah, debauchery could include eating a whole cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And okay. knocking that back with a few margaritas. So they don't specifically say what kind of debauchery, going back to the Man Act. Do you think they've ever thrown a guy in prison for eating an entire cheesecake? <laughs> Probably. I, mean, I they, don't know that. they got to define this yeah, stuff. Yeah. I know. Debauchery just sounds like a little more wicked fun than that. Yeah. I don't I don't really think you can... It sounds like a topic you could take in college. And I don't think that you can experience debauchery alone. Debauchery. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. It seems to me you have to have at least one other person involved. For well, it. you have to have one other person to call it debauchery. Because exactly. if you're by yourself, nobody knows what it's you're de- doing. It's depravity. Unless you, unless, you, unless you own up to it. I got a, a confession to make. A little while ago in the other room, I was doing some debauchery. Just by myself. <laughs> we wondered what all that noise was. Okay. Yeah. So I'm on the ferry. Okay. Coming to visit you, and uh, I got so I got off the ferry and I walked on the ferry and then I walked off and because I had a car uh, up the way, and uh, so I'm walking up this walkway and there's a bunch of cars in line getting ready to get on the ferry coming from the other direction. And as I'm strolling along, minding my own business, of course, this dog's head pops out of this car, <laughs> just <laughs> just barking and snarling, and there's spittle coming oh. up and, and foams coming. His eyes are just—they look like the eyes of a, of a wild, crazy thing. I mean, he looked. If something can look evil, he looked evil. And was the window down or yeah. was it, oh, no. Yeah. He was lunging out of the car. It just If he could just bust through the window, he would have taken me apart. Really? Yeah, eating me like kibble. And what kind of dog was it? Uh, like a little Yorkshire Terrier? No, it was, <laughs> well, those can be scary too, you know. <laughs> little poodle? Yeah, anything from Yorkshire can be scary. <laughs> Now, this was a big, the kind of big old meaty dog that you would yeah. expect. Like and was the, a Dover, like a Mastiff? Not a Dover, or, yeah, it was like a yeah. Mastiff. I Did think. That, was the owner in the car, too? Or had I the, was so busy, uh, you know, wetting myself <laughs> that I didn't notice exactly what dog it was. It just startled me. Uh, so, uh, I went out, and then I look over, and the, the, the driver of the car, presumably the owner of the dog, is just... <laughs> Kidding me? Yeah. So I. Oh my god! I went out of my way. And let way. me get. Was it a guy? Yes, it yeah. was a guy. Yeah. Huh, that's a big surprise. <laughs> so I went out oh of my god. way to show him my middle finger. You did not. Well, yeah, you have to do something. No. But then I thought, be, be, beyond that very adult thing that I did, what else are you going to do? What What could I say to this guy uh, that would explain? 
You can't. His stupid behavior. So you're right. my, my point you just is, got to suck it up and I take don't, it. I don't understand why people would have a dog, or or a cat or a bird for that matter, that they have that they're okay with them being a a wild banshee, just snarling and being mean and ugly, and you know they tear anything apart if they could. Um, why wouldn't you train your dog not to do that? It, it, if the dog, you could say, well, that's just the way the dog is. I didn't train him to be that way. Okay, then untrain him. Train him not to be that way. Why would you want an animal that behaved like that unless there's something wrong upstairs with you? Well, because some people have animals like that for protection. So well, this uh, they, guy, may be, this, if, they may be trained. There are oh, a come. lot of dogs that are trained for to I didn't be get, aggressive. I know. I didn't get the sense. I, I can't tell you all the reasons why I didn't think And I believe this, you. I believe you. I, I just think he was probably an idiot. And, and he was yeah. just probably laughing at the fact that you wet your pants. You know what I mean? And there's mean well, I didn't people, really wet my pants. And there's mean people, but you probably looked like you did. And I did, there's just I did mean, something in my there's pants. There's just mean but... people out there. Like if you had fallen down, mm-hmm. he'd have laughed at that. Yeah. I don't think it was really the dog issue. Do you? He well, was just a, he was just a. I mean, all of us humans have a, a there. There's a large uh, number in, in. I don't care where you live on this planet. You know, we the slipping on a banana peel. Right. <laughs> That's funny, but somehow this wasn't that funny. Because it was uh, kind of ugly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I well, mean, I don't care if he wants to scare the w- dickens out of me. My yeah. thought was more like, why would you want to have a dog like that? Yeah. I mean, dogs are so cool and so sweet. Well, and, but by some nature, people, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't want a dog like that. But there are some people that want an aggressive animal. Because yeah, I get that. And, and it's a shame. And that's just, you know, what a jerk. Well, don't roll your window down so you can amuse yourself by having your dog almost grab somebody. What if I was a two-year-old kid? Uh, or I was carrying a two-year-old, and maybe I had him way, carrying him do way you think out. He could have reached a kid if I had one in my uh, my arms. Do you that's think, how close he came. Do you think that guy might have been a genius, and that's his dark side? That could be. He might be a genius. Yeah, that may be so. <laughs> I, I wasn't magnanimous enough to look at it that but way at the time, but let, you're right. But so did... So I want to get back to your response, if you don't mind. Since yes. you admitted it, can we talk about it? Because I had a guy your age mm-hmm. do that to me on the freeway the other day. And I think there's something different about being in a car where you you can, you know, and, and that's fine. And I didn't really know. I didn't do it. Oh, people do it all the time. It wasn't my fault. He was, on, he, was, he was on my tail, rear end, and I just put my um, emergency flashers on. That's how I tell people, hazard, you're too mm-hmm. close to me. And he whips around me and he's got a woman in the car with him and just flips me off. And I, I, I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you tailgate me? Well, and then me just in well, a very gotta, non-aggressive way. you got to impress her. Don't you think that was a non-aggressive way to say get off my butt? Well, rather than what people do with that break, whatever that break check thing is, which I think is very dangerous. You mean the thing I do? Is that what you do? No, I don't. What no. do you do? I flip people the bird. <laughs> oh, and everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. So you know, what was the? What I was don't really flip people the bird, but everybody does. Did you? It. I mean, everybody. Nobody. Nobody is wrong. Now this starts. Now we're starting to get into the tendrils of 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 our current administration and all of that. But it just exacerbates this mm-hmm. this rampant attitude that nobody is in the wrong. Nobody apologizes for anything. It's so rare. When has somebody ever come to you recently and said? I know I was kind of driving like a jerk back there, and I'm really sorry, and, and I, I just wanted to apologize. Yeah. Or I know my dog lunged out and barked at you, and you probably crapped your pants, and I just wanted to say I was sorry. Yeah. I was sorry he didn't quite get you. Yeah. My dog's been having a lot of uh, serious, actually, personal problems right now, and he wasn't being himself today well, when he you lunged know, at you. And you, you get, I'm going to speak to him about it. You know, you get into the, the you know, all these stories that have happened on the airlines lately, um, which we can talk about in our next podcast. But you're right. Just people, um, 
again, it goes back to nobody cares anymore. There's no civility, no politeness. Um, I, I shouldn't say that. That's too big of a generalization. No, um, but I, I, I would compare it. If you, here's my thing. If you talk to um, older people, you know, senior citizens, if you will, of which I'm about to become one, if I'm not already. But as a general rule, when you encounter them at the store or, you know, in, in just everyday walk of life, don't you find they're generally very civil? They, they, they learned manners and they were expected to be polite growing up as kids and they never forgot it. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll run into old folks and they're just very, very civil and friendly and, um, I don't know. It's just that the attitude is like one that has been whittled away. Uh, and, they, and there could be any number of reasons for it. We're a pretty jaundiced society. Uh, people can have at it, thanks to social media, uh, about everything. You know, the, you can do it anonymously now. Mm -hmm. You can vent your anger at everything, everybody. And if you, and so if given the avenue for it, uh, a lot of people pull down that street. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it's generational though. I know a lot of very cranky old people. Well, cranky is one thing. Crabby and mean, and you know, just get off my lawn. Yeah, sort of stuff. I know plenty of those people. I know plenty of delightful young people, so I don't. I don't know that we're we're saying anything that generations before us haven't said. Well, no, Remember I was just thinking of that song today. Kids, I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. Kids who can understand anything they say. Kids, they are disobedient, disrespectful oafs, noisy, crazy, sloppy, lazy loafers. And while we're on the subject, kids, you can talk and talk till your face is blue. Kids, but they still do just what they want to do. Why can't they be like we were, perfect in every way? What's the matter with kids today? Yeah, so See? I, that and that song's got to be about ninety years old, I think. So it, it's a, it's been a. They, cavemen were probably talking about. Why can't Ogs kid be more like Trogs kid? <laughs> right. He's always teasing the saber tooth tiger, and I just kicks me off. Go out and get to do some gathering if you can't help us with the hunting. Go right. on, beat it. <laughs> He's kids today. Yeah, yeah I know. I suppose. I think uh, anyway, so my point was about the dog thing that, well, maybe there was no point, but uh, my brother, Mike, has a dog, and he routinely, for through the years, has been a dog person way before I ever was. And he goes after, he seeks out dogs that have problems, dogs that other people won't adopt. Oh. And he's great about it, and he, and he takes on these projects. And uh, the other day, Mike uh, had to go out of town and on a business trip. And and at the last moment, he calls me up and says, uh, the person that was supposed to take our dog, dog girl's dog named Jackie, so the person taking Jackie to the vet and where she's going to be boarded for a few days, uh, can't do it. Can you do this at the last minute? And I have to, you know, I have to get on a ferry and go over there and all of that. So you, he asked you to babysit his problem child. To take his problem child uh, yeah. to the vet. Oh, to, to the vet. To, not a, to, to the boarding place. Oh, to the boarding place. I thought he was asking you to yeah. watch the dog Well, well I would have done that, too. But we've got our two dogs, and we're not so well, sure that's what I meant. how they socialize right. yet. But they're, we think it would be okay. But I also was going to be leaving town. So I said, yeah, I'll pick, I'll pick her up. And so... He left her at his house, and I go over there to get her, and I open the door, and the dog is, um, the dog, I, I don't know, she's got some some kind of physical problems. Uh, she's had seizures in the past, mm -hmm. you know, kind of an epilepsy, which she's not had in about a year, which is great. But when she walks, her her front feet 
come flying out. Uh, you know the, those pictures we've seen recently in North Korea of the military mm-hmm. uh, parades, the way those people yeah. are walking? That's how the dog walks sometimes. <laughs> it, it can't help it Aww. itself. But when I open the door, the dog is, is looking at me with, soundlessly, but with its teeth bared. Mm. But but mm-hmm. it's like her heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. She's just a big sweetie, mm-hmm. and I walk right up to her and... You know, this is a dog that has clearly been abused. When you when you reach for the dog, it starts ducking its head down, and it's, it's been it's been who knows how it's been treated before. Yeah. Whether its physical problems were the reason it was abused, or the physical problems were a result of the abuse, we'll never know. Mike didn't know who the first owner was, but I guess my point is that dogs will become what whatever, just like humans, they'll become whatever you whatever you give to them. And that's why I go back to the guy whose dog was snarling and stuff. I think there's a piece of that guy in this dog behaving like that, Mm -hmm. especially since he thought it was so hilarious. But uh, Jackie's a pretty neat animal. Did you ever have just a lousy day? Well, stupid question. Of course you have. But that's what this other day was. First of all, I take his dog to the... uh, to the kennel place and I get the wrong address so I'm driving around what should have taken 15-20 minutes wound up taking about an hour and a half to get this dog dog to where it needed to go so that started the day like that. there were a number of other things going on my wife wife's on the phone and we're having issues with some work that we're having done so that continued all day uh, what else oh we went to visit my wife's horse which is being boarded nearby and and somehow or other, the horse wheeled around and smacked her, knocked her against a fence. And then, when we're going to leave, I, I had borrowed my brother's car, and I put the keys to our car in his car, because they looked the same, and the keys got stuck. And I couldn't get the key out. Oh Obviously, wouldn't God. start the car. And it, it's bewildering. I don't know if you've ever had something where you... Um, You've got a problem, and it's getting late in the day, and you can't figure out how I'm going to solve this. Mm-hmm. We call AAA. Ah, boy, we could probably have somebody there in three hours. And I think that's yeah. not that's not an option. Yeah, they take uh, a while to get out there. To I your call rescue. every locksmith around, and they, you know, and I get on YouTube on my phone. How do you remove a key from a car? This this car, you know, has one of those steering wheels that locks, uh-huh. and you can't. So you get none of the. None of the lessons on YouTube applied to this thing. Uh, finally got the key yanked out of it, but it was it was just one of those days where like everything went wrong and I'm all, and I always think about this and I think, do things really all go wrong in a day, or is it the way you deal with those things mm-hmm. that is almost like a, a self fulfilling thing where mm-hmm. it, yeah okay now what now what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and it could be a little thing like uh you know uh a bird craps on your shoulder oh perfect okay there you go see <laughs> i knew something else was gonna happen whereas in a typical attitude in a typical day you'd say oh a bird crapped on my shoulder that's kind of weird mm-hmm. and you don't think of it as part of a series of chapters in this book of your horrible day yeah i think it, it definitely comes in waves and and it's it's never the big thing that that puts me over the edge it'll be just that little tiny thing and it can be yeah. it can just be a whole week like this this whole week and without going into it has just been a very sad week for me just in enormously sad and it wasn't just one <clears throat> thing that happened or one thing i learned about or one thing i read about or listened to or was told it it was not any of those individual things i'm just Finding, I'm just feeling really sad today. Are you feeling gloomy? Just sad. I'm just sad about a number of things. Do you feel pessimistic? I mean, melancholy, even? No, just sad. Just feeling sad about something. Well, I'm sad that you are. I really am. Don't let yourself go. Because everybody cries. Everybody hurts sometimes. So I find, like, you're right. It's not just the one thing that it's they, when they kind of add up. 
you, you're, you, I had something that made me very sad the other day, but if I, but you won't want me to tell you what it is. But I'll just tell you, without details, that it had to do with a bunny that I witnessed something happening, and it I couldn't believe how bummed out it made me. I mean, I felt like a relative had passed, and it and it lingered for days. And I I thought, I'm an adult man. This sort of thing happens all the time. It, this is part of Mother Nature, and you you know all that. But it just it just really and and I realized there's a lot of other stuff going on too. And this was like, uh, if it if there was a pie of of bad stuff, this would have been the cherry on top. And maybe that's a bit of what you're feeling, too. One thing seems to pile on to the next. And even, like you said, little things that don't meet the threshold of really being a big deal seem like a big deal mm-hmm. added into everything <clears throat> else. Yeah, and, and again, nothing that was, um, that was, you know, horrible or, or, or made me angry. They're just all these sad, just... Bits of pieces. So, so thank Sad you. Sad things in your own life yeah. or things you saw on TV? A combination. So thanks or, for making me feel better with the bunny story. That was great. Well, I'm not trying to bun no, you off, I but know. I'm just so, I'm, I'm relating to I how know. something, some things that can seem small can really be profound uh, at, in times that sometimes catch you by surprise. So I don't want to, I yeah. want to get out of this little mood. Oh, no, I want to wallow with it. So... Can I wanna, we keep wallowing? It's just no. Oh, so don't shoot. tell me any more sad stuff. Well, let's get back I've to debauchery. Enough. Well, exactly. That's a good idea. When has debauchery <clears throat> ever made someone sad? I know. Yeah. That made me really happy to talk about that. Debauchery? So, yeah, maybe yeah. we should just It's just fun it. to say. Can I tell can I tell you one quick story about we, what happened um to me when I had a plum the plumber come by this week? Or should we save it for the next episode? I'd love to hear about it next week. You want to hear about it next week? Yeah. Okay. But before we leave, I'll tell a story that's much quicker than that. Well, see, now this is what you do. I want to tell my story. I know, but... It's very quick, and you're like, no, you can't tell yours, but I want to tell mine. No, you tell yours now. I want to save it, because I've been talking too much. Making me sad, even sadder. All right, tell your story. No, it's a very quick story, and now it's not even going to be that funny, but I don't know if you ever have shower, everyone, you know, shower drains every once in a while, just sort of stop draining and it's it, it's like real gradual it's not like overnight they just all of a sudden stop draining well i have a shower that you walk into so you know what not- it is it's hair long beautiful hair shining who's telling the story who's telling the story you so it's not like if if you're in a bathtub that has a shower you got months before you got to deal with it because that is never going to completely fill up and overflow. But when you have a walk-in shower and you have that little pan that's only what four or five inches tall, yeah, you got to you got to get on it the minute it starts filling up and with you, hair. Long, beautiful hair. And you got water swirling around your ankles. That's a great way to get your feet clean, though, because they. But you've done you tried some things. I mean, you probably used a plunger in there. Trying to get it loosened up. A plunger? Up. You don't use a plunger on the shower drain. Well, sure you sound you could. like a real handy guy around no, the house. Of course you could. Why wouldn't you? You use a plunger in the toilet when. You're, yeah, but you're trying to get stuff loose in the drain. Maybe if you enough, it'll that big clog, which I still <laughs> I, maintain is hair. I wish, I wish I'd called you to help me. I might have saved you some money. <laughs> might have saved you some money. You really sound like you know what you're talking about. I would definitely try to do a few things myself before giving up. Okay, here's the up. deal. I already know what the hell is going on in that drain. Do you think I really want to go in there and deal with it? No, I don't. So I called the plumber and I said, "Hi, um, my drain, my drain's not draining. Would you? Uh, is it hair? <laughs> would you mind coming out and fixing it for me?" And yeah, you're right. It's like sixty-five dollars for a plumber guy to come out mm-hmm. and then who knows and, and i know i know what it is but i just said can it's just not draining it's can you go deal with it because i don't want to deal with it okay that's hair <clears throat> fair so he's in the back bathroom and you and i are like in he's my, in the back bathroom with the plunger 
<laughs> this is always the first thing to try. And you, and I'm here in the garden room where you and I are, are right now, and I'm like, yeah, okay, he's fixing you now. He goes, all right, I'll go in and, you know, I said, okay, thanks. And and I'm doing my thing and working on the computer and got a little music playing. And all of a sudden I hear, I hear, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, he go, and he calls down the hall. He goes, do you want to see what I pulled out of there? <laughs> what do you suppose the answer to that is? And I said, no, I don't. Well, you got to know what it is if it's, if it's no, enough. No, Pat, and you're, you're a... just like him. And so I told him no. And this is what you do to me all the time. I go, no, no. 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 And then he goes, he decides to describe it to me. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't want to see it. And I don't want you to describe it to me. Just put it in a bag and go. Here's your money. Go. What well, is that? Why do you guys think well, we have to see it? Well, I would say. God. <laughs> <laughs> What I would say is that this guy presumably is an experienced plumber, right? Exactly. That's all the more reason he shouldn't be shocked by so, whatever he pulled no, out of my drain. No, but that he was shocked means, in my 27 years of pulling crap out of drains, I have never seen anything like this. Lady, get in here and look at this. Oh, my God. Ah! This is making me sick. What kind of animal has hair like that? I gotta tell you, I'm trying my hardest not to get sick. I gotta send some pictures to my girlfriend. Hey, you don't have anything to eat around here, do you, lady? Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.